First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, the Pot of the Everyman, the Two Beers Podcast, episode 151, Jordan and Drew slinging it on the reel, doing the podcast with half our brain tied behind our back just to make it fair on all the other guys. Drew, how you doing this week? Living large, big man. Living Lar- large. large and in charge. Large, large marge. Large and in charge. That's rad. <laughs> it's back. One more week. It's back. Exactly <laughs> seven days from now. We have football. Football's almost back. Crazy. It's like it's like it never left us. <laughs> it thanks to Roger Goodell, it hasn't. <laughs> Let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute and a three and a two. And a beautiful, spacious we can Michelob Ultra, keeping a light after the session we had last night recording our Go for Two 2023 NFL season preview. We had a lot of lovely. fun doing that. It's lovely. It's lovely. I, I was surprised how much we packed into the to the time. We it was pretty tight. It was, I uh, I almost felt bad that it was too tight, but uh, well, the fact that we were all on the same page on a number of huh, metaphors, uh, similes, and predictions also uh, helped it helped it uh, it did move, helped it move. Plus, when you when you bring in the the fifteen second man himself, you know it just it rubs off on you. You gave him about three times the length of credit that I would have, but. Uh, I'm doubling down. You know what I'm drinking. Pumpkin slut. Yes, sir. The pumpkin. Yes, sir. sir. So I'm I'm tempted to go get a six-pack of this, like, caramel kind. I just... Excuse me? I'm scared. It's it's the southern-tier pumpkin, but it's got, like, some type of, like, caramel twist to it. Wow. Okay. I'm intrigued. Um, all right, so uh, let's let's get in a little bit of boxing. We're gonna try and keep this week tight. Uh, speaking of keeping things tight, Usyk defeats Dubois. The low blow heard around the world. First off, Us- Usyk uh, w- wins by stoppage. Dubois looked like a, went 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 out with a whimper. Yeah, how but, how how dope was it that that. Uh... They got that guy that does his his entrance to do the live walk in. Uh, I don't know because I missed it. <sighs> I was like, "You're the worst." Preparing. It was all over Twitter. You didn't even, you didn't even go back and see. You need to you need to get back on your Twitter game, bro. I, I just thought, I just thought that was pretty cool. That like, I mean, a, li- a little heads up of like, hey, uh, make sure you look at that uh, entrance. Before. I said it to you. I, I was like, oh, it's awesome. I this guy's singing it live. I said it to you. <laughs> um, I just thought it was cool because you know Usyk. Cowards. Uh, Usyk. Damn the, it. Uh, he's the infamous road warrior, so he's always you know he's always the the guy coming out first and you know just going out there and doing his thing against the uh, the, the visiting crowd and you know because it was somewhat of a 
as much of a homecoming as you can get. You know, they got that guy, and that's he. He uses that song every time, so it's not like you know, gotcha. some guys will mix it up. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty cool having him sing it live. Sweet. He sounds just like him. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. It was uh, a couple. A couple things before we talk about the fight. I I didn't realize it was outside. Yeah, me either. I, I just didn't Bizarre. even like when they showed like pictures of the building pre-fight, like when they were doing the weigh-ins. And stuff, like it just didn't. I didn't. I didn't grasp that it was going to be outside. And then like, how 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 do you not plan for rain? Like I I just I don't I don't know. So I know they had a they had a, a canopy slash umbrella that was supposed to like overshoot the 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 ring, but the ring that the the mat whatever you want to call it the canvas was definitely wet. Like you could hear their boots like squeaking. Yeah, like a that, game. That, like that was insane. So I don't, you know, I and a lot of people will talk about the low blow and everything else. Like a lot of people were like, ah, yeah, it was a little lackluster performance from from Usyk, which is kind of fun because he pretty much won every, <laughs> with the exception of you know three seconds, he won the entire <laughs> the entire uh, portion of the fight. Um, and you know, he's a guy that that does a lot of movement, and you know, he's he's got great footwork, and you know, I I feel like th- there's no way that the you know the the wet canvas didn't impact that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's what happened because he 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 did look flat footed and not not himself, and I think the wet canvas played a big part in that. Yeah, um, um, which again we like as the viewer, you're not really prepared for, and you're like, what the hell? Why is he not doing his normal stuff? And then it's like, wait a minute, is it raining? Wait a minute, is this outside? It was and that was so funny because I'm like, look at him, like, is it? Is that water coming down, or is that just my ESPN Plus like uh, connection, like being yeah, right. really, really, really spotty? Because we all know ES- ESPN has not been hitting home runs on their uh, their streaming uh, the last the last year, especially with boxing. But if it was women's softball, it would have one hundred percent been like four K HD, crystal clear. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into it. The in the fifth round, uh, Dubois, who prior to the prior to the fifth round had been warned for some low shots. Um, there was one where I think he punched Usyk right in the ass and, like, Usyk, like, smacked his ass to him or something. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, so, you know, he comes up, he throws, they're on the inside, he throws a, a low uppercut that, you know, in a split second, all you really see is Usyk just, just hit the mat. And, of course, I'm just like, fucking J.O. had a bet, had, he had a bet on minus 6,000 favorite to try to make $6. And, and now we're going <laughs> to... now. Now our guy Usyk's gonna lose. Um, but immediately, before he even hits the mat, the the referee set calls it calls it low. Uh, Usyk gets you know when when that anytime there's a foul you get five minutes. Well, maybe not a foul, but when there when there is a shot that's low, you're uh, you're given the five the five the five minutes to to recover. Um, at at some point, Usyk seemed like he was ready to go, and the ref was still telling him like you know you have your five minutes, like take your time, which was a little goofy. Um, I think the corner was trying to tell him. I think the well, that's it. Well, that's why that's, from the corner. I, I've heard that from a couple of sources uh, as well. Uh, a lot of people are split on on all this. I, you know, of course, you got the just the anti um, top rank crowd. Top rank. Well, I mean, he's not even top rank, but like just the anti Usyk Lomachenko, like that that crew that's out there. Uh, the Fury fans basically saying Dubois got robbed. I don't know. I let me go first. I, I thought first off the, the biggest problem is everyone just keeps calling it a low blow 
which the uneducated boxing fan doesn't realize you don't have to get punched in in the in the in the pe- <laughs> in your penis in your testicles for it to be a low blow like you can't you can't hit below the navel in boxing and typically the the referee before the fight will show you will, what will, do you mean by navel you can hit below the belly button I, I don't. I think. I think anything below the navel is is a, is considered a foul. I'm pretty sure. Well, they usually define it beforehand. Yeah, correct. Where, of, and that and and the referee. The belt line yeah, is. and the and the referee did not did not do that before. Whether he did it in, it seems like he said something in the locker room. Maybe I I, I don't know. Um, but regardless, when you there's so many. This thing's been zapruder like crazy because there's so many different angles. But the fact is, he threw an uppercut. So. The point, the point of contact, I thought was, uh, it was below the belt line. I thought it was the right call. Was listen, was it egregious to where he needed to get point deductions, and you know, it was this crazy thing? No, but listen, it was, it was low. He he'd been warned, you know, he got warned earlier in the fight that he needed to bring the punches up, and you know, I saw, I saw him, I saw him throw low three, I think at least three times before the fifth round, very clear low shot. So. I had no problem with it. Um, like it is what it, it is what it is, and the, the ref called it instantly. Like it's not, and it's not even like oh Usyk was down, and then it was like oh low low low. Like as soon as it hit, like he called it low. Yeah, I I uh, I'm I'm looking up the definition while you were talking. It says, uh, and from what I could tell, it's below the below the waist, but here nor there. Um, Part of it, I'm wondering if it grazed his his groin before hitting. Well, that's the, the, that's. There's a bunch it, of angles that show like it coming up on like his like the the, the cup protector that they wear. That it's so you know, that that's the point of contact, and then his fist goes up. Yeah, and and half the glove is below the line, and half the glove is like on the belt line. So correct. Who knows? I I, I was when it first happened, I was like, I don't know if that one was low, and then on the replay, I'm like, ooh, I really don't know if that's low. Um. I still don't know. I honestly don't care. It's yeah. like I, I, I really <laughs> yeah. don't like. Are we really gonna pretend that like if there was a count going to Usyk, Usyk would have? Yeah, and everyone's like, oh man, it's, he was down. He was out for the count. It's like now immediately, like again, he, the, the, he was sitting there looking at everyone, wide-eyed, paying attention to the situation. Yeah, if he yeah. was on his side, wriggling in pain, okay, fine, yeah. I get it. But like, yeah, agreed. He 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 was looking. He saw the ref call it low, so he was taking his time. Like, just calm I, down. I, 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 I agree, hundred percent agree. And I'll, and I'll say this too, which I I didn't really. It's funny you bring up the cup situation because, um, in the building where I work, the security guard is a uh, amateur boxer, and he's actually funny enough getting back into it. But nice, he's he's like uh, his name's Damien. He goes, what was, what was his take? What was what was Diamond Dame's take? He goes, you know. I've been hit like that before, and if it catches you on the cup at the right angle, and the whole cup just pushes in, he goes, "That thing hurts." And I was like, yeah. "Damn!" I didn't even think about it because I was a catcher, and so I've I've been hit in the cup plenty of times as a catcher, and I, it didn't. I didn't even put two and two together. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's probably what happened." He probably like caught the edge of the cup and just like collapsed the whole thing in on yeah. on the guy's junk, yeah. which. It, does that count as a low blow? I don't know. I don't care. Like it yeah. was, like it, <laughs> and, if if Dubois had stepped on the gas and made this thing even close whatsoever, I think you have more yeah. of an argument. And that's and that's what's ridiculous. The fact that you know, once the once the fight resumes like, in the fifth like, round, like a no, like a normal jab, 
Dubois just collapsed and went down. It was just yeah. like you, you pussy. And like, I'm guess and guess what? I'm I'm pretty sure he probably would have lost it. I, I I think he lost the fifth. I think he even lost the fifth round because even once Usyk got up, he turned it up and started laying it on him. Um, yeah, he went down with some what I thought was a weak combination. No, listen, we say that like we don't know what. Those I mean, are I, like. I I call him a puss. It's easy for me to say because you know <laughs> he's he's fighting Alexander Usyk, but like, I mean it, that. Those weren't power shots. No, they weren't. I mean, those those short shots build up, and he was getting tagged pretty clean for for a good two three rounds there. But yeah, like I I don't I couldn't even see the punch that knocked him down on the combination there in the at the end of the eighth round, and then certainly uh, in the tenth that just short very short jab with that again that we 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 said it last week. I mean he he showed a real glass jaw um, in you know his last fight when he went down three times in the first uh, in the first round, and yeah I. It is what it is, and against Us- Usyk wins by T gets his first TKO at heavyweight uh, in the in the ninth round. Celebrates. I, I Usyk was just hilarious after the fight. The fact making fun of the whole Eddie, people ca- calling it calling it a, a bad call and, and all this stuff. He's like my balls. It was it was it was it was really funny. <laughs> um, I I love that guy, dude. Uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I saw Fury posted a picture with high high shorts or something today. I'm just laughing. I'm like, all right, well, make sure you get in the ring with the man. Don't be afraid to sign the contract if you're going to mock him. Yeah, especially when you throw out 70-30 and he says deal, and then you're like, no, no, you're still a dosser. It's like, okay. <laughs> just just uh, go fight an MMA guy. And you know what's funny, too? Like, and, and, uh, We got anything else on the on the, the fight itself? No. Yeah. Um, I This is why I don't understand where people – Again, this this whole thing fascination with the promotions. Like I just don't get it. Like top rank. I don't know if you watched any of the um the post fight or the pre fight because it wasn't. They only they ESPN Plus only had the rights to the main event. They didn't have rights to any of the undercards. So none of that was on ESPN. Yeah, Plus. I, I noticed that. Yeah, they, that's that's happened a few times. Um, and that was also I think that was also the case with uh Tim. Z- that was like when Tim Zoo fought in Australia and they had. They had their team out there with the desk, and they had Charlo coming in. I think they only had um, access to the the man. But anyway, like they were pretty uh, pretty much the uh, I forget who maybe was it, but like Bradley and um, I can't remember if it was Krieger or Testator, one or the other. Like they were very critical of Tyson Fury and the fact that he's fighting Nagano here on October twenty eighth. Like. I, I think it was I think it was Kriegel and and Timmy Bradley like so this whole thing about like top right with the bias for some of their guys this and that, I'm like I don't know what you're talking about because like they're, Tim, they're the best desk Tim in Bradley boxing. calls out everybody like he doesn't they're, care they're the best yeah. desk in boxing for sure yeah I I just I didn't understand that I'm like they're like like Tyson Fury is is you know makes makes the makes the cash for for top rank just but just by default being you know the a heavyweight and being being a draw there and like they had no problem shitting on the fact that he's fighting an MMA fighter um in in two months so I I just I just thought that was that was interesting so well uh, the other thing too is like the promotion has been around longer than than their top guys the guys on the desk have been around longer than the top guys and they'll continue to be there they're very stable a lot of the other promotions PBC and Fox and Showtime, that's relatively stable. But although th- that that broadcast is changing some as they kind of merge and do do some things. Yeah. Um, you know, DAZN is still like it's now it's been around for several years now, but that's far yeah. from being a stable. Like yeah, their their desk is their like, their guy their guys are the, always terrible. The stability that they have 
uh, just from the the veteran presence in the industry as well as just their their deal with ESPN and just the fact they've been around forever. Yeah, they have the, they have the stability to be more critical, and and I think they do. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do miss Andre though. I think I've said that a bunch of times. I do like, I just I just like his technical breakdown a little bit more than than Timmy's. Uh, sometimes yeah. Like Timmy, Timmy's got got more he's got more flair to him. I just I like. I, I, you know, I, he was I, on a heater that one. Remember, like, yeah. there was like I want to say like 2020 or 2019. T- Timothy Bradley was just on a heater, just killing it. And then he yeah. kind some of his biases have been showing, not so much after fight, but in fight, he's like trying to manifest manifest things that aren't there based on what he saw on film. Little, yeah, a little and bit. it's just like, ah, Timmy, you're not. Yeah. It's not really there. Yeah, just a just a tad sometimes. Um, yeah, no, and I mean Andre wasn't perfect. Like sometimes I thought he was a little overcritical, but um, I don't know. I just I liked I liked the way those two balanced each other uh, each other out a little bit more. So um, yeah, that's that's that fight uh, again. There's really Us- Usyk Fury is all we want. Uh, it looks like Hergovic is going to be next in line, so we're not going to get that. Um, I it doesn't seem like we're getting that anytime soon. I assume that's gonna fight. They're gonna fight in December because that seems to be when they're pushing. The IBF is gonna push for it. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about Jared Anderson. Big baby, rocking the Batman suit. I missed that walk-in too. It was it was weird because they interviewed him for half his walk-in. I was like, is this necessary? Like, can you just let this guy be get focused? That's weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah, uh, big baby. I mean, I, he just absolutely dominated. I mean, you know, dominated the guy he was fighting, um, who had never been officially stopped before. He was disqualified in the fight for a low blow, hilariously enough. Um, Speaking of low blows, how about the low blows of the night? Kazabutsi or whatever? Yeah. Well, I was going to wait till we finished Jared Anderson and talk about that, but that's uh, fine. All right, um, good. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, uh, he, he, it was, it was his, he fought, what, what was it, six weeks earlier, got in the ring, got some activity, um, you know, absolutely laid it on. Uh, the guy he fought, I can't again. I can't pronounce his name. Um, he was he is probably still pissing blood after after those body shots, and uh, yeah, it's, I you know after the fight, it, it seems like he you know he'd love to get his hands on uh, Frank Frank Sanchez, which I, we've been we've been calling for that fight probably for the last year and a half for Big Baby that that would be like the perfect step up to see like where he really is. Um, yeah, he looked good. Like I said, he looked, you know, he looked, he looked good. Um, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't really any struggle. Like Charles Martin, you know, gave him a little, gave, gave, gave him a test, which you expected from a, a former world champion. You know, he did what he needed to do. Um, it is kind of weird how he keeps going on about, um, you know, I'm just in this for the paycheck and, you know, it's a biz, the business of it, this, this, and that. I, it's just kind of, I don't know why he's like leaning on that. I don't know. It's weird. But I mean, I love him, so I don't care. There was another heavyweight who had a meteoric rise. Um, actually, was uh, light heavyweight and then the heavyweight, or maybe it was uh, um, cruiserweight. I don't. I don't know if they had cruiserweight back then. But my guy, Michael Moore, out of an S and P A, he was he was infamous for not really enjoying uh, boxing. <laughs> yeah. And there there were times where I remember growing up just yelling at the tv like come on like pour it on engage you got him hurt and he was just yeah. kind of like you know he just kind of wasn't wasn't about about the fire and uh yeah 
it's just, you know, some guys are good at it, and they do it for money, and they can take a punch, and they enjoy parts of it, but it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, like, you're you're getting hit in the face, like, for a living. <laughs> like, it's yeah. kind of not ideal. Yeah, and I don't he know said, that he... And, and, and Jared's, Jared said he wants to retire by age 27. He's 23. Yeah, he's 23. Yeah, and I'm not saying he doesn't enjoy what he's doing or it doesn't put the guy... It's just, it's just odd. I don't know. It's just weird how he... I don't know where that came from. I guess it's with I guess one of those Kriegel interviews or something. But did he say was, he was broke? I don't think so. I think he said. I think. I think. I think when he got into boxing, he was broke, and that's why. That's why he has that oh, outlook. Again, my my guy Damien at the front desk was like, "Did you hear him say he was broke?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't know how he's broke. This is his fifth fight in twelve months. Figure that's got to be worth a couple mil by now. If he's making, say he's making two fifty a, a fight, like he's got to be got to be having a couple mil." racked up there M- mill and a half but what do i know Still uh there. yeah yes sir I'm, w- I'm with you um yeah and then in the in the undercard we had a jaffe and some other dude who just i guess a jaffe he thought a jaffe like hit him low once and then he just continued to literally punch him in the the groin Six, six to eight times right in front of the ref to the point where he was deducted multiple points, and then the fight was ultimately stopped. So that was fun. That was that was insane. Like, how yeah. do you how do you how do you just disrespect somebody so bad yeah. that you just hit him in the? In well, the I think he was undefeated too. That guy he was. Yeah, and it's like you just threw that away, which made no sense. I I was excited because I yeah, you know, Jaffe had the he had the new hair, he had the he had the Dennis Rodman, Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man, like blonde hair cut or blonde hair coloring. You know, he was out there, he was throwing some combos, he looked a little more con- he definitely looked more confident than his last fight. Yeah. Um looked like he looking was, like looking like himself again. Yeah, like he was willing to throw hands. So it was disappointing to see that get stopped because again ultimately, you know, I think the way top rank would would try to structure the next fight would maybe be Jared Anderson versus Jeff a. Um, and now it's kind of like, eh, I mean, you probably want to get him another fight in there to try to build, build his confidence back up before you do that. So, or, and to be able to showcase him with, um, with Jared. Yeah. And then Nico Ali, Nico Ali Walsh or, or yeah, Nico Walsh. Oh, wait, is that Ali Walsh? Ali Walsh. Ali Walsh. Uh, he loses a, uh, uh, I don't know if was it UD or split. I think I think it was split. But yeah, I he lo- he loses. Uh, rough <laughs> rough start for uh, for Nico Ali Walsh, who I you know, I I do I do like him because he's he's on like he he doesn't hide the fact that he understands why he's being pushed pushed quickly here. Um, just given the fact that he you know Muhammad Ali is his grandfather. Uh, you know, ar- he arguably lost the fight we saw him at in Heisman night, but I think, I think he ended up getting the win. It probably should have been a draw. He had a draw on the Lomachenko undercard, which was overturned because I think the guy tested positive. So that became a no contest. So that draw came off his resume and then he loses this fight. So yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, he, he, he always seems to be in good spirits though. So I, you know, I'm sure they'll, they'll try to get him on another card. Probably, probably Heisman night. They'll have him on that card. Um, yeah, I I don't know. He's just a work in progress. He's just being profiled because of you know his grandfather. Which again, I that's why I like him because he doesn't hide behind it. He's you know he's very just cognizant and isn't afraid to like lean into it. Yep. Um, and then just to round out boxing, um, some some news: Shakur and Frank Martin 
mandatory. WBC ordered, baby. Ordering a purse bid to take place in the next couple weeks. Um, uh, I mean, it's a fun fight. I I don't think it. I I don't think it ends up being a fun fight. I I I like I just I like the fight because I think I think Frank Martin. It's intriguing. Yeah. Well, I like I like I like the whole team Bud team team uh, team Spence thing coming back because that's what that is. Um, Shakur's guy and and Spence's guy now their their little proteges are going to be going at it. So that's I, that's fun for me. Um, I I just I think Frank Martin because he's twenty like it, you know people will call him a prospect but he's like he's 20, 28, 29 years old like he's not young you know what I mean. Um, so I think that I think he understands that this is a big opportunity, and I think he'll you know we always say this like we always wonder why some guys like don't go for broke and when they're down the cards and they'll just throw hands. I I feel like he'll I feel like he'll be willing to do that just given just his age, and you know if he loses like you know who knows where he'll kind of shuffle out in the rankings, um, and what other opportunities that he'll he'll get. So I I. I think he'll put. I think I think he'll go all out to try to beat Shakur. Now I don't. I don't think he's going to, and I don't. I don't think the fight will be particularly close. But I think it. You know, I don't think we're going to have a, um, you know, Chris Colbert, Chris Colbert fight where uh, you know the guy's just dancing around celebrating because he didn't get knocked out, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did I, did I mention t- t- getting Team Crawford to whoop Team Spence's ass again? Would be great. Uh, yeah, I mean the rematch clause kicked in. Just, just systematically. Uh, oh well, no, I meant, I meant Shakur versus Frank Martin, but yeah, that's. Oh, it. oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, and that's yeah, hundred. Now, now, I, if I were Crawford, I wouldn't even do it at one fifty four. I'd say, fuck it, be like, nah, you're coming back down to one forty seven, bitch. <laughs> that's what I would do, but I, I think, I think he'll, he'll be fine doing it at one fifty four. Um. Yeah, he. Uh... Uh, he's gonna do it at one fifty four. He's he he's wants to, to take take the excuses out. Of like, do you hands. really? I mean, I don't know. Do you really see that fight going? Like, I I don't I don't think he'll absolutely steamroll his ass again. Um, I do. Maybe he does. <laughs> I think he'd win. I mean, I think he'll win. I just don't know what. I, I, I think I think it's it's the same thing. I think I think Spence gets I, at that. I think the I think Spence. Is going to be mentally broken. Yeah, from just the beating it took. I think that whenever he gets hit again, it's just going to be like, oh shit, here we go. Like, yeah, and fair. it's. I I just think it happens again. Yeah, it's fair. Fair point. All right. Um, let's take a sip and move on from boxing. Like okay. I said, try, trying to move move it along here this week. Still trying to have fun though. Still trying to keep it light. Still trying to. Feel it down in the nether we- regions. Um, Usyk style. MLB. Go ahead, go ahead and give us give us your love for your guy, Mister Bryce. Bryce, baby. So yeah, so Bryce Bryce Harper yesterday hits his three hundredth home run at the age of thirty. Uh, guy has been on an absolute tear in August. It looks like seems like his powers finally come back here after he's kind of been able to kind of you know work his way back into game shape coming back i mean he came back in, you know in uh i think the last week of may 
Um, so it's not like he just came back from the UCL injury uh, or the Tommy John surgery. But, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of there's a lot of a lot of workout and conditioning stuff he wasn't able to do getting ready for the season. Um, but, yeah, he's he's batting. Oh, he's batting like <laughs> over 400 in the month of August. Uh, his sluggings over or his OPS is over uh, one. Uh, he's had nine home runs, tons of RBIs. Uh, again, he went three straight days with homers here to get to – sorry, four straight days uh, of homers to get to number 300. Uh, he's just awesome, man. And it was funny. He had an interview when he came in. He's like, yeah, you know, I was riding into to, to the game today. I was listening to WIP, which is the local Philadelphia station. He's like, you know, this, he, he he referenced an actual caller that day. He was like, you know, I, I heard Chuck from Mount Airy. I was like, man, I got to hit a home run for this guy tonight. And that's what I did. That's <laughs> awesome. Because the guy, the guy, Chuck from Mount Area, his comment was he was talking – they were talking about Bryce and how Bryce has uh, been heating up. He's, and he, the guy, the caller was like – Man, I just and this he, this guy calls all the time. I I knew who he was. Um, he's like, man, I just you know I I love Bryce Harper. He's like, I I don't you know if I if I if there's anybody I want to see in the city uh, win a championship, it's that guy. And Bryce goes out and he calls calls him out after the game. He's like, yeah, I, I had I had to hit that home run for for uh, for Chuck tonight, um, which was pretty cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, he just you know he, he he just loves the moment, and he's he's just awesome. I don't I don't. I just don't. I'll never understand why people don't like him, and I. It's not. He's he's awesome, man. He's just so fucking great. Uh, Bryce, Bryce, baby. And trade ever since the standing ovation, like Trey Turner's back to being Trey Turner. Like, man, the 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 league gone and messed up. They let somebody. They let the Phillies get hot. So it's going to mm. be an interesting. Uh, I like. I'm I'm on the bandwagon. I can't it's gonna be an the interesting playoffs. postseason. They got a they got a four game lead in the wild card, the top wild card spot, which means we get the uh, the home series right now. It looks like they're gonna be shaped up with the Cubs, and then second year in a row could be Phillies Phillies Braves in the uh, in the NL uh, the divisional series with uh, which would be uh, just awesome because nothing's better than than Phillies Braves in October. Who? Yeah, man, be great. But yeah, I, I mean, Brace is again. He's and he's and he's only thirty years old. And which is just nuts. Again, it was uh, he. I don't. I don't think he had. I think. I think he came right up when he got drafted. Right at eighteen, he was playing in the pros. Um, maybe, maybe he did a year in the minors. I don't. I don't think it was a full year. They moved him quickly. Yeah, they moved him very quickly. Um, so it was right again when he got his. Th- he's now underpaid, which is hilarious. And I say that because you know, thirteen years at three hundred million is. It's not even one of the biggest contracts in baseball anymore. For you you have to remember stuff. too. He he left high school early, got his GED, went yeah. to ju- went to junior college so he could go early. Correct. And so that way he could get in the draft early. So yeah, he, and so he he, he was yeah. he had he started playing like minors at age like sixteen or seventeen. Was able to get to the majors by like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, and he you know when the Phillies signed him to his thirteen year three hundred million dollar deal, like he had he was him and Machado were these rare free agents that were. 25 26 when they were up for that contract when you when usually guys are 30 31 when they're up for that that the not i guess the non-arbitration contract you would call it somewhere between 28 and 30 yeah yeah like it's 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 more you don't have you really don't have those extra couple two three years where they're still you know they're still pretty spry and in their 20s like it's a little more on the back end yeah so yep. uh yeah man so it's awesome otani and i, I don't know i all i gotta say is if if uh if Atani didn't feel how awesome it is to be just a great player in this city this week, then I I don't I, oh, I the don't Angels know what to were tell. In town? Yeah, yeah, the Angels were in town. So, um, 
Yeah, it, it sucked too because the whole I've been I've been I was planning to go to the series, and you know just wait waiting to see what the the pitching schedule, and then last week you know it comes out Atani tore his UCL. Same they had the Bryce last year. Uh, he tears his UCL, so uh, he's not going to be pitching the rest of the season. I I actually don't even know why they're playing him to be honest with you. Uh, if I were them, I'd want him. Well, I'd want him to get the surgery. And even him, I mean, he's in a con. You know, he's going to be a free agent this summer. Like you probably want to make sure you're taking care of your injuries sooner rather than later. But you know, I guess when you're when you're a gamer, you just want to play. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I, that's what I was going to say. Is just he's just like, ah, hey, you know what? I'm a badass. I'm just going to keep playing. And yeah. I mean, Bryce. You know, again, Bryce drug a team to the World Series with uh, Which, the same injury. I mean, injury. I, it says something about his character. I think because he's like, you know what? I I know that you know I, I may or may not sign with these guys, but I own the rest of this this contract, so I'm going to keep playing and yeah. play through it. Which, I mean, he's just. I, I don't even know what to say about him. He's that's it's just awesome. Uh, good for him. And, it's. I don't know if it's smart. He like to your point. He should probably just, you know, pack it in, get the surgery, and look to, towards his ne- next contract. It's not his fault. The Angels are, su- are sucking and not making the playoffs. He really doesn't owe them anything more. Right. Uh, but you know, he's just gonna go out on his shield, so to speak. Um. Yep. So speaking of those standings, um, I pulled it up here, and um. No real shakeups, other than Seattle is now leading that division. Um, well, I guess they're tied with Houston. Yeah, look, the, 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 it's basically a Mexican standoff between Seattle, Houston, Houston and, and, Texas. Uh, yep. and Texas at this point. Yeah, no, no pun intended with the Houston and Texas, uh, you know, affiliations. But yeah, that's that's uh, you know, Seattle goes and wins like I, I guess it was eleven of thirteen. It was eleven of twelve. Um, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, I meant to. I don't know if I saved the article. I meant to, but um, he. What was that historic thing he did? Damn it, Bobby. Um, did I save it? Yes, I saved it. Um, all right. Extended his hitting streak to 13 games. Uh, past 10 games, Rodriguez hit 28, the most by any player in a 10-game span since Kenny Lofton. That includes five games of at least four hits. According to Elias Sports Bureau research, Rodriguez is the only player since 1900s, with, since 1900, with five four-hit games in a 10-game span. Five four-hit games in a 10-game span. Nobody's done it since 1900. Wow. And Julio Rodriguez did it. He just en fuego, as Stuart Scott used to say. Um, which he was my one of my superstars on the rise to watch at the beginning of the year. And I had Seattle making the playoffs as a wild card. I had Houston win the division. Unless I had Houston winning the World Series as a wild card. I can't remember which way I went on that. Um, I know I had Houston winning the World Series again, but um, had Seattle making a splash. And for a good while, that didn't look like it was going to happen with Seattle. But, you know, then they get hot. Rodriguez just goes nuts. And... You know, they there they are right there in contention. There so, they are. That's where you are. You're there. <laughs> um. Yeah. Not not much else to speak of other other than that. Um. Is there anything else on MLB? I think we covered the latest it, and greatest. That's that's good enough for the everyman. I think that's it, buddy. All right. Um. Couple things on the NFL. I just wanted to touch on, like I said. Uh. We had our go for two 2023 season preview 
Uh, everyone go listen to that. Had a good time. But had did you have any leftovers that you didn't get a chance to speak on that you wanted to touch um, on? For the NFL? I don't I don't think so. I mean, I think uh, I'm we didn't talk about like, I'm I am really interested to see which quarterbacks kind of separate themselves this year, especially with the old guard pretty much all being out now except for Rodgers. Yeah. Like we're just kind of there now. Like Mahomes is on a level of his own, obviously. But now you have these guys that it's this is year like three, four, right? So it's kind of like, you know, was was one or two a fluke to see who really who's really going to catapult themselves into being, you know, those 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 QB faces of the NFL, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's the <laughs> Herbert, Trevor Lawrence tier. Why are you already right there? Because you didn't put the system in that tier, which is. Oh no! I don't know if you're. He, no, he's already above that. Okay, I thought you were starting high, high to low. I no, guess. no, no. Yeah. I'm starting yeah, with yeah, yeah. with like the question question mark tier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The question uh, the question mark tier. Those guys. Then you got the guys like Sam Howe, Kenny Pickett, uh, some of the rookies. And, and, everybody, everybody's and everybody's in love with Fields. I mean, everybody, Field, everybody's Fields, about him now. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Um, Geno Smith is he is he for real? The Colts like this kid. Whole, yes, as I said, Anthony Richardson. Ah, uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, it, there's this whole tier of guys like, all right, are these guys yeah. like for real or or not? And you know, those yeah. guys that are rookies, they they have another year grace period. But yeah. and listen, and then and then you have you know like, uh, what Ritter uh, down in in Atlanta. Jimmy G is what's he like outside of San Fran? Well, and the three the three guys that I'm really interested in um, are Dak because his he's on the hot seat now because he's he's gonna he's gonna be a free agent soon too a free agent soon too soon too um, soon. soon yeah soon, soon. soon. aces 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 <laughs> <laughs> soon. Um, and you know that's they're going to start popping at the seams here, and I mean, pretty yeah. You know, once once they got to pay Parsons, yeah, you know, forget about it. Uh, dimes, because I think you know the yeah. the Giants went out and they really they really bolstered the roster now. So there's no last year like he played well and it was yeah oh, man if only he had some weapons this that and the other thing like there's there's really no excuse if he underperforms this year that I think the Giants realize like the bag of goods that they have and then they're gonna ha- they're, they'll have to pivot quickly and Derek Carr man like you know he's he's I was gonna say Derek Carr. I, I, yeah I was gonna say he's he's probably him and Dak are probably around the same age if I had to guess maybe he's a little older than Dak um but yeah like you you can kind of you can kind of say okay well you know Carr Carr has you you've seen the goods but like you know Oakland's just been a mess different coaches you know the owner all that you know he's getting a fresh start with some really solid weapons in New Orleans, especially when Kamara comes back. What? Let's see what this guy's got, and especially because the division. Like now, I I took the Panthers to win the division just because I just wanted to get a little screwy. Um, and I I always I always screw around with that division and um the North because they're just not great. And but like that that team that team should win the division. Like they really should if he is as good as you know he thinks he is and that he's shown like things that he's shown he can do. 
So it's a big. I think. I think I'm again. I, I'm really excited to see the quarterbacks separate themselves. But those three guys in particular, it, it, we're going to keep an eye on to see how they're progressing during the year. Big expectations on all three of them. Um, Dak is thirty. Carr is thirty-two. Okay, so Carr is a couple years older. Okay, that's fair. And I, I gotta say, um, I, I keep seeing this upside-down Dallas hat everywhere. It's like what. What the hell? Why uh, why that. upside down? I just Googled it real quick. I don't even know it's, what that is. It's true brand. Brand they spell with the V instead of an A because 2023. Um, and it says that when we launched in 2020, it was the start of what we're all living through. The world felt upside down. Our designs are curated with Dallas being a focus, and our upside down Dallas hats have become a staple piece of the brand. Okay, cool, whatever. Um but drew the parts that i didn't get to and i promise the listeners i'm gonna lean into my goodell hate here and here it comes i'm gonna go back to the old faithful i'm starting with the international games we have five god blessed international games again we have Falcons versus the Jaguars in Wembley. <laughs> Jaguars are the home team. We have Jaguars in Buffalo. Jaguars back-to-back weeks. They got to stay out there. Now they're the away team. So Buffalo Bills are losing a home game. Next, is this the, the following week? Uh, the, oh, I'm sorry, that's in Tottenham. The fo- following week... In Tottenham, again, is Baltimore versus Tennessee. Tennessee's the home team. Then November 5th, so a couple weeks off, Frankfurt, Germany, Dolphins versus Kansas City. So Kansas City's losing a home game. Kansas City, of all teams, the best team in the league, the number one, probably the, the biggest home field advantage at this point. They they're taking a home game away from Kansas City. Wow. <laughs> and then can you the say ra- Kansas City one more time for me? Uh, I love Kansas City barbecue. Kansas City. Uh, and then the the fifth one, another one in Frankfurt, Germany. Colts versus Patriots. Patriots are the home team. I just again I just pray that we don't have a DeMar Hamlin situation on foreign soil because who knows how that would play out. Um, I, I'm just shocked that, that the Bills and the Chiefs are losing a home game. I got to double down my efforts to try and talk to some bars in, the, in these cities this year. Um, I will say, I want to point this out too. The, the first international game in in london wembley stadium espn plus the rest are nfl network which brings me to my next point of contention the games this year there's games on cbs and fox uh i think some of them are on paramount plus i I don't don't hold me to that one but that's what it looks like here the nfl sunday ticket is on youtube now, Thursday night football is on Amazon Prime. Sunday night football is on NBC, which uh, there's going to be 
at least one game on Peacock. And then Monday Night Football is on ESPN. So we got ESPN, ESPN+, NBC, Peacock, Amazon Prime, YouTube, CBS, Fox, Paramount+. Plus. What the hell? <laughs> it's going to be insane trying to find some of these games. Like, all right, which streaming service do I have to get to? This is – it's just pissing me off that that this is this is happening. Um and then to the the last flamethrower I want to take to to the NFL schedule. Um is this is this the one? No. Okay. Yeah, the Peacock game is on December 23rd. But beyond that for the first time ever, oh, where'd it go? Son of a bitch. Okay, I, I I lost I lost exactly which teams it is, but there is a game on Black Friday this year. So it's the first time ever, Black Friday, NFL game. I, w- I really want to see. That's gonna be on Amazon Prime, Black Friday. So again, Goodell just spreading the schedule thin, screwing with all of our our plans. And that that game is uh, Jets versus Dolphins on Black Friday. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I hear you. Man. Is is it I me? Is it me? I, like, am I, uh, am I, am I the weird one? I think like, you're the, I think you're the only one that is looking at it from the right, from that, from that angle, because everyone else just they just they're not pocket watching. They just care about football. They just love football. And don't care where it is. I know, like any any channel, any day of the week. The 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 thing that made the NFL great, firstly, is that they ruled Sundays. And your team only plays once a week. You know they're playing on Sunday unless you get the, the glory of the Monday night game, which that's what made Monday night so prestigious, is that you got to be the, the one game that's not on Sunday. Yeah. And, like, that was – that's what made it fun because it was the one o'clock slot, the four o'clock slot, four o'clock slot, and it was the just the whole league was playing at the same time. That and there were, again, it was just once a week. You you start spreading it out, and it's like okay, well this team played Friday last week. They're going up against a team that played Sunday last week. That team played Thursday, you know, and it's and that team's coming off of a Germany game. I just. For a league where player safety and player fairness is an issue, I don't see how this is fair to the players at all. This is the most violent game, other than maybe rugby, yeah. that is on the planet. And Boxing. I maybe. Yeah. I I guess like. Uh, yeah, fair, fair point. <laughs> like you're. These guys are taking blindside hits in the NFL and getting knocked unconscious like on a weekly basis. You, there's there's like one, um, and plus they're getting their legs mangled. Maybe UFC if you want to say UFC, but um, it, either way, my point is that these guys are just I, I I don't know I don't I don't like it I don't like it. And if it was any other sport, I, I would I would say whatever. But football is meant to be played once a week. The cadence of playing on Sunday, 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 all these Sundays in a row is healthy for the players and healthy for the sport. And I just, 
I'm just gonna bitch at this guy for <laughs> for eternity. Yeah, I don't o- think you're wrong. Again, I I don't I don't think you're wrong. I just think again, everybody just loves, they just love football, the gambling, the fantasy. So it's they're they you know, they're not pocket watching and they're not uh, you know how 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 moving it overseas and all this how it, or how the health of the players is just not looking at it from that angle. Like I don't like to travel. I can't imagine if I had to play a friggin' football game. And, and then wrap it up and then go travel uh, like overseas right and then travel again and then play another freaking football game yeah i i hear you man i mean yeah. i'm not getting paid millions of dollars I, I i wouldn't bitch if i was getting paid millions of dollars to do it but you know that's just like my opinion man anyway that's all i gotta say that's all i got to say on that um. Other than that, true. Did you want to say anything on NBA or NHL before we got to everybody's favorite minute? Nah, pool pool plays over for uh, FIBA, so I don't. Uh, we'll 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 probably have more to talk about with uh, the World Cup next week. Okay. Oh, I did. I did have. Sorry, I did have some NFL. Um. Some uh, props, but. Eh, whatever. For the sake we'll of moving week. on. We'll do it next we'll week. We'll do it Wednesday next week. All right, that's cool. I'll save these, and then uh, let's just let's just move on for the sake of moving on to Mooskies. Everybody's favorite, favorite minute, minute podcasting. podcasting. The NASCAR pit stop. Brum, brum, brum. In three, two, one, go. Last week was the final re- week of the regular season. It was at Daytona. Uh, Parts of it were a little sleepy, but for the most part, it was excellent. Uh, really good race. Um, Ryan Priest goes barreling through the air like ten barrel rolls. It was it was very scary, considering that they made these cars to not go in the air, and th- that one did. So uh, he ends up being okay. You know, he went to the hospital overnight. Um, just just a crazy situation. So glad that he's okay. Um, Martin Truex Jr. wins the regular season. So now we're into the playoffs. Uh, we are in Darlington. And Darlington. Yeah, and, and again, it's it's three races are around, and every round four guys get chopped off until we're down to the last race, and there's four guys left. So we are – this week we are going with Truex plus 500, Busher plus 2,800, Kozlowski plus 1,600, and Bubba Wallace plus three thousand. Sorry, I actually, actually forgot to mention last week. Chris Busher ends up winning in Daytona. Excellent race by him, and Kozlowski pushes him across the line. Um, Kozlowski doesn't get the win, but he gets the owner win. Uh, Busher is super hot, and we lose. We're at like minus fifty six and a half. So we're 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 taking some swings with Busher and Kozlowski and Bubba Wallace at at thirty to one. So we're trying trying to make up some chunks. Hmm. Chunk it, and all those guys are in the playoffs that I mentioned. So, sweet, good tweet, good tweet. All right, last week we are punting the parlay, and then we'll have NFL Week One next week. Yeah, we're back. We are back. We are saving some dough. We are good. Back. Good, good thing one of us isn't a degenerate gambler and and like you know just going rogue on some on some bets minus, here and there. Mi- mi- minus five thousand. Favorites, and and you know, 
picking Seattle to win baseball games and yeah, all that. Fun stuff. Good times. Good tweet. Good tweet. All right. Well, I guess we should assume positions for the world famous two brews salute for beer number two. And a three. And a two. And a Did you hear that corkage? I I heard a, a corkage. I'm having a shot of Wild Turkey 101. Sweet. I like that. In in uh, honor of episode 151. Isn't that a thing? Uh, with, with alcohol? Uh, is that a thing? 151, yeah. Is that a thing? Uh, 101 proof? I don't know. I, th- I feel like it is. Okay. But I don't, I, I don't know my liquor enough. What are you drinking? Uh, just this, this, this is a pretty... Pretty big time uh, pumpkin, uh, pumpkin, uh, so brewski here. So what, I'm once, still once all this, this pumpkin season hits, you have what? Pumpkin coffee. Yep. Pumpkin beer. Yes. What else? Uh, pumpkin pie. Do you eat pumpkin pie? I, I do. Actually, I do like sweet potato pie better, and it looks exactly the same. But yeah, uh, I will eat pumpkin pie. Um, pumpkin, pumpkin cookies. Co- pump. Pumpkin cookies. Uh. It, they people took they took it a little too far when they made a Dunkin' Donuts slash um, Pepperidge Farm pumpkin flavored goldfish like the you know like the cracker the goldfish yeah. crackers they made a pumpkin a pumpkin flavor of that it that it went a little too far with that I was, was like all right good? We, I no it was not I I didn't enjoy it so I was like all right we we gotta pump the brakes on this. Uh, <laughs> Some pumpkin uh, halo, like the halo ice cream, the court, like the pints. Okay. I'll get a little pumpkin, pumpkin pie flavor of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty, 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 pretty much anything. So, uh, have you seen any like? Um, oh, my wife used to like. There was pumpkin. That's, that was so funny though when you said PSL. Like I, I'd never heard anyone refer to a pumpkin spice latte as a PSL. PSL. Yeah. Nor again, nor do I. I I get pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks. I just get a, I just go to Dunkin'. I get a either a extra large hot pumpkin black or I get a large iced pumpkin black. That's it. My wife always liked the uh, pumpkin spice English muffins. I've never had. Yeah, remember when in Frederick, Maryland, we lived on English Muffin Way, and and the, the Muffin uh, Man. Yeah, what was what's the English Muffin brand? Uh, the, the, the main ones, yeah, Thomas's. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, their production facility was like down the road from us, so we would get like the freshies. Okay, the freshies. The freshies. Oh yeah, that's Good. funny. Yeah, no, I've never, I never had that. I don't pumpkin bagels. I've never really had um, pumpkin cream cheese. I've never had. Although, yeah, maybe I'll actually, maybe I'll try that if I, uh, if I, if I <laughs> see it, but. We'll, we'll we'll see. Wawa Wawa's pumpkin coffee's good. I'm I'm just I'm more of the I, I enjoy the syrup more than the bean. Mm. So that's just that's just a personal choice. And the pumpkin beer, like I I I really only like the the Southern Tier. Like the I've had others. Like whatever whatever we had at your house the night of Pacquiao Ugas, I thought I was gonna throw up. Like the the cinnamon spiced one, whatever the hell that was that we got. Oh, the U- UFO, uh, UFO's <sighs> pumpkin spice beer. It was rough. It was rough because it was. It was. See, it, I like it, the pumpkin spice more than like the the pumpkin yam flavor of like. Uh, the yeah, pumpkin. I don't. Yeah, it basically it basically it, it. I thought I was just drinking a bottle of uh, 
what is it, Big Red? What's what's the gum? Big Red, yeah. Yeah, po- the big potpourri, yeah. pumpkin yeah. potpourri. Like like Big Red gum, yeah. So fun man. All right, fun times. All right, well, you gave me assignments for beer too, so why don't you lead us in on this one? All right, so so. One of the most – a movie – I've never really seen a movie go from one of the most anticipated hey, – yeah. Can I can I cut you off for one second? Yeah, do it. Do it. Um, I just want to say The Witcher, screw that. We're not even talking about it. it you it let us down. Uh, terrible. Just just terrible. You let us down. Um, all right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> Odd real. Uh, so I, I can't remember a movie that was – went from so quickly being one of the most anticipated movies of the year because of the trailer and the rumors behind who was in it to becoming just an absolute box office flop and then just completely then completely just downcasted as one of the worst superhero movies of all time uh and that's the flash so Lot of lot, lot to unpack with that movie. Um, it finally released on it. It only, it only spent about a month in the theaters because it did so poorly. Uh, it's been on street. It's been on. Um, you could buy it. You could have bought it the last like month. It's been available. And finally, it was live on HBO. Uh, the streaming was live on HBO Max uh, this past weekend. So I watched it on Friday. Uh, and I, I got it. <laughs> I got it. So I was like, you know what? Why don't you want to try to think of your Jay, why, why don't you watch it? Because you're pretty critical. I, 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 It takes a lot for me not to like the superhero movies because I, I just know what I'm getting into and all the stuff that annoys you about them I just don't even think about. So I was like, why don't, why don't you watch it? And we'll we'll talk about what, why it was bad and what, what could they have done to fix it. And then, surprise, surprise, you actually liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I did. Um, here's my thing. And you know, I am a sucker for anything that deals with time travel. You are. I'm just, you I'm just are. totally intrigued. I like to see the different interpretations and the takes on time travel and if it's possible and if you could actually go back or forward and, you know, kind of, kind of how people kind of portray that so yeah you know it this very much had to do with him going so fast that he could basically bust through the space-time continuum and then just pick and choose where he wanted to go in the fabric of space-time um in a little bit of a peculiar way with the way it was out outlined it was super weird shown as basically like an arena where there was layers and he would kind of go you know the layers were kind of dis. I don't even know how you would describe it. But and that was what, he's like oh, in the God. middle of a mini arena kind of thing. And that what was the, what, what did they call that effing thing? Um, what did they call? It? I I don't know. Yeah, well, keep keep going, keep going. Did they gotta... did they call it something? Yeah, it was called something. I just can't remember what the hell uh, what the hell it was called, but uh. I know I referenced it at one point. I just can't figure out where, uh, <laughs> where, where, where it was. It was just so, so ridiculous that they they kept the, they kept referring to it as. Hold on, give me one more sec, and to see if I can. Oh, the speed. Wait, speed force. Is that what it was called? The speed force. 
I, I, I forget. I don't know. I, I, wasn't paying, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't paying that close of attention. Uh, it was so bad. It, it was it was just absolutely absolutely uh, terrible. But anywho, so why, why did the you whole, hate it? So it it just it just had too much going on, and it was I I just thought it it was too. Like complex isn't the right word because it's not like it was hard to understand. But like, so it starts. The whole thing starts with him being part of the Justice League, and then Barry, you know, Barry, Barry Allen, who is the Flash. Um, like to your point, he realizes that he's able to go so fast that he can change the past. Um, and then he gets the stern warning from Ben Affleck, Batman, that you know you could destroy everything and listen, you don't need to change anything. You're not broken. Like our scars are what makes us. And of course he doesn't listen and decides to go back. And, um, you know, he, he changes, he changes an event that, you know, led to his mother's, uh, ultimate murder. And then he, then he gets, yeah, he gets pushed into an alternate timeline. Um, and it's trying to fix, fix the problem. I just thought it was too much with when he goes back, you know, first the fact that he goes he goes and changes everything okay that's fine but then the extra layer of the older version we find out was the older version of him in stuck in the loop pushing him into the alternate dimension timeline whatever you want to call it and then there being two of him in there i thought was just was too much then him losing his powers while giving the other guy his powers was too much it just kept it just it, they kept like upping the ante for the ultimate end of the that whole kind of lesson that you can't like you can't change you, you can't change what's inevitable basically um i just thought it was too much and then it was the whole thing the whole speed force or whatever the hell that thing was like it, it was just too confusing and then the converging of the worlds where they cgi'd all like they they thought that was going to be like i guess get a huge fan pop seeing like the nicholas cage superman and you know the adam west batman and all that stuff and i just i i, I just i don't want to say it insisted on itself too much but i just thought it had too much going on had they what i would have done is i would have had him go back first off why wouldn't you just go back to see to the point in time where you're like the mother was murdered to see if it actually was his dad. For all he knows, if his dad might've actually killed her. Right. <laughs> That's what uh, I was wondering. Why, why wouldn't you just go back to that point in time with that point in time and see what actually happened. Um, but regardless, um, like I would have had him go back, done what he did. And then it'd be very similar to like back of the few back to the future too, where when he goes back, like it's just him, like he's in that place. He doesn't have his powers He's got to go see Batman. So all that kind of plays out where, you know, he realizes that, you know, all the metahumans are gone because of him. And then he's got to figure out a way to get his powers back to go back and eventually change, you know, fix what he changed and then kind of bring us back. And like there's, you know, have a little have a little conflict, some character development, a little beginning, middle and end, you know, to get it there. I just thought it could have been much, much simpler. I, I will say this uh, for as much as I thought it was bad. I I completely popped and fanboyed for every Michael Keaton Batman scene. Yeah, people people pe- people that were complaining that he he didn't he shouldn't even have been in this movie. You, you can all eat it because I thought it was there was nothing about him in this movie other than spoiler alert uh, other than him die him inevitably just dying every time uh, at the end. I thought he was great. Like when when he when he's when he's the old man and he's like you know fight doing the ninja kicks and cooking the pasta and then 
ends up there and he goes, yeah. It was just fun. I'm bad, it was, yeah, and, it was and, fun. And then and then with with Ben Affleck and Clooney as well. I, I oh, like that. Oh, oh, yeah, you got to the yeah, you spoiled the end there. Um yeah, I, I that I actually. I mean, are we not in the middle of talking about what we like. Yeah, I know, I know. I was gonna say, I was gonna ask you, big. Well, how about the, how about that Clooney pop at the end? Um, huh. But yeah, like I, I just thought it was cool. And like when they when they turned on the lights in the old Batcave, like actually came in with the old Batman music. That was so awesome. I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Michael J. Batman. Fox played Marty McFly. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. They used the other guy. Oh, that 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 movie's. I, I, one day they gotta release that. I don't know why they don't. Like that's just a missed revenue opportunity. What are you talking about? They they have an entire cut of the movie with the other guy, the guy that they kept saying played Marty McFly. Yeah, he they. Are you serious? I'm serious. I I forget the guy's name. The actor. Um, Eric Eric something. Eric Stahl is that what it was? Eric Stahl or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They 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 originally wanted Michael Keaton. Not Michael Keaton, Michael J. Fox to play Marty McFly. Like that was they that was who they wanted from day one. And he just he couldn't do it because of family ties. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz, yeah. So they so then they had to pivot and they had they they cast Eric Stoltz. They filmed basically every scene of the movie with Marty. And as they were watching it, they're like, it, it just doesn't work with this guy. Like, not that he did a bad job, but it's like we it has to be like Michael J. Fox is the only guy that can do we like the manner like to do what we need to do to make this movie work. So then they they went and begged, they begged the uh, the Family Ties crew. I don't know if they had to pay money, but they paid an amount of money to get him out. Um, but then he was able. They finally came to an agreement, and then he was able to go shoot Back to the Future. I, I never knew that. Yeah. So they they there's a I don't there's a cut of this movie somewhere that's that's filmed all with this Eric Stoltz character. Everything you can go to YouTube. They did a there was a documentary on Netflix where they showed like a couple like small like you know four or five second clips with him. But yeah, it's there. And then imagine that you you film an entire. I mean, I'm sure he got paid. You film an entire movie, and then they basically come in and say. Yeah, Listen, sorry. We f- we finally got the guy we wanted, so um, we're cutting everything. I imagine it every day. I imagine Star Wars seven through nine <laughs> being totally scrapped and redone. <laughs> yeah, um, but I thought it was all. I I absolutely love that in the entire Michael again the Michael Keaton thing. The the, the and even like the like the suit like the Supergirl like it being Superman's cut like that just I don't know that was just dumb to so me. So people I, people didn't like it because it was too. Sciency with the with yeah the, it was yeah it was too it, it was too sciency there was too much going I, I on I liked it I liked it I, now, and a lot I, of people I, it, I will caveat it with this I am not big into the superhero movies as they've made like nineteen thousand of them yeah and especially the DC stuff I've only seen uh, DC's been brutal I've only seen maybe like half of them I don't know yeah um so. I will say that I'm not the expert on this, but like for me, just to pop in and out of these movies, and then you said to watch this one, like I don't know, I was I liked it, I was entertained, like and and I, I feel like that's a very like Neanderthal and educated opinion <laughs> on the superhero culture of the movies. But guess what? That's me. I'm not a superhero aficionado. Do I like them? Yeah. Will I watch them? Sure. Am I the expert? Have I read the comics? Do I care? No. Just entertain me, and yeah, and and, me. and again, I what I do like is movies that deal with time travel. So again, and you even brought up Interstellar and how it's just like you know you don't want to solve a math problem, and same thing with this one. You don't want to solve a math problem, but yeah. like I just kind of enjoyed it. Not I'm I'm I'll apologize if you want me to. 
I will. I'm sorry, but I didn't hate it. I watched it, and I was I was giggling every time the new Batman came out. Uh, it was it was so cool. Who the fuck is this guy? How much <laughs> how much do you think they got? Like, I would I would love to know what that phone call was like. Calling George fucking Clooney. And he, I remember he, he, I saw my buddy was telling me that he was like, he saw an interview with Clooney and Clooney said they were shocked they called him. Apparently they tried incredibly hard to get Christian Bale to do it and he wouldn't yeah. do it. Um, from what, from what he told me. But, uh, like, one other calls, like, hey. Why is Christian Bale so, like, anti, like, the Dark Knight? I don't know. I, I think he doesn't view it as a super, like, the superhero movie. Like, it's more of a character. I don't know. He's, he's a weird, he's a, he's a method actor. They're all fucked up. Um, in the head, those guys. Yeah, like he just he wouldn't do it. So they got. What's a method actor? Like they they completely become the role. Like and even when they're off set, like they they become that character. So that when they when they're filming, like it's it's just them. Apparently, I think that's right. You you can fact check me on that. Um, Okay. But yeah, he's yeah, whatever. I mean, for a two second clip, like why not? That would have been awesome. Like, but yeah, but when Clooney came out, I was like, oh my god, check out fucking George Clooney. That was so nuts. Um, I and I, was, I, I liked. I a lot of people complained about the CGI and the special effects and thought it was actually like, considering the fact it's twenty twenty three and how like advanced everything is, that it looked like really bad. Um, I didn't really notice that except for the beginning with the thing with the babies was you could tell how it was incredibly fake and I thought that was stupid. I thought they could have done thought a, a better angle there. Um. But the whole the bet that, that see I feel like just because it's babies I feel like you don't want it to be realistic because like <laughs> as someone like this is you with dogs like if it was dogs you would have been shitting yourself that's me with babies there was a dog involved in that scene that's right but um, if it was if it was all dogs it just looks super baby, just look, I'd be it, like yeah. go get the baby and that's it just looks so it just looks so fake it was just really hold on good. hold on. Okay. If it was if it was all dogs and a baby, I'd be like, "Go get the baby." <laughs> and you watching that scene, you were like, "Oh my god, go get the dog." Dog, yeah. I it was just weird because like they, they they were so fake, it looked so terrible. I was like, "Oh my god." It this is bad. It, it did, but it it lessened my anxiety during during that. I was like, "Okay, they're not gonna actually have one of them die." But I gotta kill the baby. I mean, I I don't know. I guess maybe that's me. I wouldn't think they'd kill him anyway. But um, I mean, they could have been influenced by the boys and just went super dark. That is true. Good point, man. Good point on that. Uh. Yeah, so we gotta, I, we gotta keep up with the boys. We're supposed to be the ones that are the dark ones. <laughs> but that was I, I thought the whole that whole bat scene, the the Ben Affleck Batman scene was was pretty cool. Um, the chase through the city, and of course, man, anytime you can give me Gal Gadot, even if it's for ten seconds, like oh jeez, just just give it to me, give it to me, baby. I mean, you, you're not gonna uh-huh, last longer uh-huh. than ten seconds. No, I wouldn't. Oh, anyway. oh my god, with her, Jesus, no, not at all. Uh, but yeah, that like I thought that was cool. It's like I, so I thought I thought it had cool. Mo- I. I think I think people that called it the worst uh, comic book superhero movie of all time. I thought that was harsh. Um, Which one do you think was worse? I don't know. Like I, I didn't really think Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was much better. Like it's just weird. Like when you get too weird and you do the, the dimensions and you have the variants, like that's where it loses me because you're not like that's what I like about the superhero movies is like they're easy. They're you know they're. You one you go in you go in knowing what they are. So I'm just I just want to be entertained. You have a bad guy, you have the good guy, and you know one's fighting to stop the other. The other's just trying to take over the world. When you start getting into like these like multiverses and there's like twelve, you know there's there's thousands of different yous spread out in different universes. That's where it's like ha, it's just too weird for me. You know, like I said, like Game of Thrones. Like I, I thought Game of Thrones was awesome until 
you know, midway in the second season, they had a witch smoke out the poop or or poop out the smoke monster from Lost. Like I'm like, all right, this is like I get it. Like I I, again, I can I can suspend my disbelief a little bit, but like now we're just getting we're just being weird for the sake of being weird, Um, and that's what I thought like some of the movie was doing. But again. Michael Keaton, Batman. Yeah, I get to give it, give that. Get, let's let's bring it back for real and get a spinoff because he still has it, man. Michael Keaton still has it. Yeah, I, I'm just partial to the Dark Knight. What is what does the grated cheese represent? Nothing. It's just a garnish. <laughs> just a garnish. <laughs> um, I, I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't bad. Even and yeah, I. I, I felt like they could they probably could have done some things used the same again the same plot of going back changing and how it the ripple effect the echoes from front to back as as Batman I'm Batman would say um, but, but yeah I mean again I I I I, I, for, I, I don't know I I'm like in a in a weird place in my life where like for some reason I forget where things end and how they end how did this movie end I don't even remember. Uh, it ended with he, the uh, the la- Ben Affleck Batman. They they tried to use a new software to get the secure or the security camera footage of his dad at a supermarket to prove his innocence, his alibi. That's right. And so he instead of changing the event where his mother dies, the mother he 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 fixes it so that she still ends up dying. But he went back and I guess somehow got his dad to look up at the camera. And so then the, I didn't the, exactly follow that. Whatever, whatever he went, whatever the dad went to buy at the store, he put on the top shelf. Is that what? I, I don't know why. I don't. I they don't show you how Barry got him to then look up. Maybe that's what he did. Yeah. Maybe he. Yeah. Maybe he made it so he had to go to the top shelf and look up. But he changed something to have his dad look at the camera so that whatever security stuff that Batman did. It, it it worked to get his dad out. Why he would think that wouldn't also have the same impact on everything, I I don't know. Yeah, right. But um, the, clearly he didn't learn his lesson. So you know, it is a, uh, it is what it is. But that's how it. And then then that's where and he finds out once once he sees Clooney, he's like, that's how he figures out that was that. And then they, they, they did you did you watch the did you forward it all the way to the end for the post credit scene with just no. him getting drunk with Aquaman? Yeah, no. Jason Momoa, friend of the pod, was a. Uh, he had a quick scene with him. Were they drinking mimosas? I wish. No, he was just getting drunk in Gotham City and like passing out in a puddle. <laughs> He's like, "This is my home, Barry. This is my home. Go get more booze." <laughs> huh. So I look out. I love mimosa. Um, yeah, like that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel like I wasted my life watching. Uh, watching the flick. Uh, yeah, me either. Um, so. Did you do a two brew rating scale? I did not. I no, I I I didn't. I just I just thought we'd, you know, just because it's the movie's so controversial is not the right word, but again, it just when when the trailer came out and the Keaton stuff was was there and it, and it confirmed it, everybody was going nuts. And then you know, Ezra got in trouble with some legal stuff, and you know, it just from then on it just spiraled out of control. Uh, well, that, I, that's what I was gonna say. Maybe it had more to do with his legal troubles than the actual it could have been. film. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it might have been. So, um, all right. Um, yeah. I listen. I, yeah, I listen. If anyone's out there and wants to watch it, it there's definitely scenes that make it pop. Especially again, if you're, if if Michael Keaton is your Batman, like he's my Batman, like it's it's worth watching. And if you think that, um, you know, if like if you're like me and you kind of like yeah, different like, takes on on 
time travel that would it was in it was okay. I mean, it didn't it wasn't great, but it was okay. It, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't ridiculous. Nicholas Nicholas Cage uh, Superman was fun. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> the movie the movie that never got made. God, they made him they had him test the suit and everything. Oh, really? See, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't I don't know all. Oh, these yeah. Movies. That's why they had Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he was when after they did um after the Christopher Reeve Batmans, um, I think it was, I don't, I, I don't know if it was Tim Burton. Maybe I think they were going to have Tim Burton do a Superman too, and uh, Nicolas Cage. It was going to be, it, it was going to be a darker version of Superman. This was like in the nineties, and they were going to have Nicolas Cage be Superman, and then it just didn't like they they had the suit. They had him try it on. They have they have like they have videos of him doing the suit testing and everything, and. Uh, it just didn't. It just didn't work out. They what did you the, think of the of the lady being Superman? I I don't know. I, that was, was that was the weirdest one to me. That the now, I, that, I I said I said that I said that a few minutes ago. Yeah, like it was weird. I I don't know. I I thought that was that like you're getting too much. Of, it, it was getting. I don't know. It was trying to get too much of. Well, things you know, co- certain things will still be similar, and this and that, and this and this. And like, so, right, yeah, right, and okay. it was. It I thought it worked in the in the concept of what they were trying to do but at the same time it was kind of like from a fan perspective i don't think it worked no i i i I thought it i thought it was consistent with what they were trying to do but i thought it just like uh it's not as cool i i agree um i would have just they should have had um you know, either John Stamos or Mario Lopez as Aquaman, since that almost happened in 1997. <laughs> that's that's a lie. Uh, I just wanted to be cool like you and say <laughs> things like that. Um, <laughs> you're fun. Yeah, I I, I would have just I, I would have just gone done away with. I would have kept the whole concept of Superman never got to Earth, and that's why now they're they're in trouble because row. Yeah, because the the metahuman of all metahumans is never never you know it never had the event never happened because of what he what he did and he would have to try to fix it as himself as the Flash with Batman. Yeah. So, but that's again that's uh that's I I would have just I would have just simplified it. That's it. Sorry, sorry, other Barry, you stay here and die while I go back to my timeline. Other, other Barry, yeah, uh, and yeah, I would, I would have scrapped the two berries, that whole thing. Actually, three berries. Oh God, yeah. Well, well, one was just the future other Barry, right? Yeah, right. That was that was what that was, right? Like that was basically him just yeah. continuing trying but to. Then fix there were three one. of them. Yeah, he was just trying to fix that event, right? Like he just kept doing the loop yeah. over and over again. So, oh man, yeah, God, man, watching Michael Keaton die—that was tough. Over and over, over, and over again. Ah, oh, so brutal. I was like, oh man, Michael Keaton, no! And then they did the—they uh, even did the last words of each of each one, the each Batman, some other time. I, I didn't catch maybe, that. Or either. maybe some other time. That was because when he asked. Ben Affleck, Batman. Do you want to get some? Do you want to? Do you want to get some dinner? I'm still hungry. And he goes, maybe some other time. And then when Michael Keaton's about as, as his last words as he's dying was maybe some other time. See, I don't, I don't know all that. Bookended a little bit. Don't know all that. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? We think other you're... two, two other hey, real quick, two other conclusions. Okay. One, Ben Affleck, Batman, not as bad as I thought he was going to be. 
overall in the DC because he's officially done in the DC universe. I, I thought he did a better job than people gave him credit for. Um, and two, similar. We we, we were talking, we were joking about this a couple weeks ago. I, I, for some reason, I just couldn't sleep the other day, and Transformers: Age of Extinction came on, the one with the dinosaurs. It's not as awful as I once thought it was. Yeah, I mean, did we talk about that movie? We did, and you were t- you talking about how you thought it was awful and were ready to leave the movie theater, and then Optimus Prime came riding in on. Oh, the one with the dinosaurs, not the yeah. most recent one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we talked about it during our review of the most recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was talking about how Agent. I was Extinction- about to walk out, and then I finally got alien robot dinosaurs riding. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Alien robots riding alien robot dinosaurs, yeah. and then I was pumped. Yeah, the only thing that that again that was very similar to the Flash. It just it, it they they had one too many things going on that like I think derailed it from being a, a really solid Transformers movie. That's all okay. I got. That's it, man. All right. Um, I did watch the George Foreman movie, but we could save that. Yeah, we'll save it because I I want to watch it. I don't want to be spoiled. Okay. All right, well, let's wrap it up and just have a nice, tight week. Tight, tight, tight. Tight, 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 tight. <laughs> All right, Drew, as always, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talking about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>